Welcome back to Encourage Radio. We are ready to step into a topic that all of us deal with, whether in a positive way, in a negative way, or in a neutral way. And that is our emotions. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, we are ready to step into emotions because all of us have them, and it's just uh, how do we deal with them? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's so as a reminder, we're all, we're using the word better, yes. so we're trying for the ninety days to focus on that word, and and so for me, and I know you as well, Raina, but for me in in ministry here lately, I've been hearing a lot more um, emotional struggles. Yes. Like not knowing how to process, um, honestly, just some basic things, if I can say it that way. Like we all have difficulty processing death. We all have uh, difficulty processing trauma, anxiety, work issues. How do you handle a child that is um, emotionless or overly emotional? I'm going to tell you what I'm hearing a lot about now. And I don't know. I don't know if I've never heard of it before or never studied it. But I'm hearing this, how do I relate to my spouse who is emotionally unavailable? Yes. Wow. You've heard that? Yes, I sure have. I, I don't know. I don't know where I've been. I don't know if I've heard it but not heard it. So I've actually been studying that. Well, I say studying, maybe two or three weeks, because the last few conversations that I've had, 10, um, have been on that topic. Yeah, emotionally numbing, maybe PTSD. Yeah. Maybe I just checked out and I'm okay. Yeah. Um, just not realizing that marriage is a vestment, that right. it is communication. It is 110% on both sides. Right. But I can exist within that place, but be numb. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so, I mean, I've, you know, we're hearing of that and... Wow. So when you study like what emotional unavailability is, it's a it's not necessarily a very broad spectrum, but it it is. And and so one of the ways I'm learning is I ask people now, I'm like, give me a feeling attached to the words that you're using. Wow, just like we do with kiddos where we give them a little smiley face, like, is this a smile? Is this sad? Exactly. Showing a sign to be able to attach the emotion to it. And usually we do that with kids that we know have gone through trauma or are not able yes. to, you know, maybe put a feeling, yeah. you know, to how they're feeling. Now, so what do we mean by that? Um, I'm not a master at my emotions at all, um, in, in what I'm about to say uh, in this. But I consider myself, um, at least in terms of words, better at attaching an emotion to how I'm feeling. Now, why why do I say that? I'm not I'm not patting me on the back. I just kind of thought that was natural, right? So, but when I'm asking people, I'm like, okay, give me an emotion that describes how you feel. A lot of them are like, I don't. They're like they're, they're like I don't know what I don't know. Like they can't, right? Like they they literally can't for whatever reason and and so forth. So how does that? What does that look like? It's not just trauma or PTSD. It's like a husband where the wife 
and it could be either one, but in this case, like let's say it's the husband and the wife comes home and she's like, tell me how your day was. And he's like, it was good. Mm. And it just stops there. But she wants conversation, and it's like, how did that make you feel? And he's like, I don't, I don't know how that made me feel. Like, what do you mean? How, what is was that supposed to make me feel some way? Well, what that translates into is she may feel like she's not getting like emotions from him. Like, well, tell me how you feel about us right now. Tell me how you feel about where we're going. And it's not just the male. Um, we also have some emotional um, unavailable um, spouses, yes, uh, wives, uh, and and kiddos. And so I kind of thought that was a little bit more natural to be able to say, because we'll say things like this at, at church, I noticed. Like, I've, I'm now noticing it. We will show graphics here at the church. And I was literally just watching a text thread where they're like, what emotions um, What emotions came out of you seeing this graphic? What What was the emotive when you when you heard this song? Mm, yeah. you, know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. we say that in terms of, like, design and graphics, and we want to be careful of what we're putting in front of our people, that it's saying what we're trying to communicate from the Word of God. And there are some people that, like, I, I don't know, I don't feel that. And I'm like, wait, what? Like how how is how is that? So all of that to say, I'm really studying emotions once again, and I want to try as best we can. Maybe do a few series here because I was even talking to Rayleigh the other day um, on children's uh, children's ministry, education ministry, homeschool ministry, raising a a toddler, meeting with families, and e- even what she was noticing was uh, the area of getting better at. Uh, our emotions. And yes. I thought, okay, all right, that's that's affirmative. And now talking to you guys about this, like you've heard that term emotional unavailable, and we're dealing with it. So let's talk about that. Okay. okay? So if you will, let's, let's somewhat of a broad topic, mm-hmm. but I want to dial it in over the next few um, um, episodes. If, we're, if we want to learn how to be better at handling our emotions, I think we kind of need to understand on some little level, like uh, why it's important, mm-hmm. what are the purpose of emotions, and what are some what are some false beliefs about emotions? Yes. One of them, and I held this one, uh, that being emotional is weak. Mm. Mm-hmm. I held that because I thought, you know, I don't know, for whatever, I was just immature, didn't know uh, how to express, never been taught, former Marine, I don't know. I, I, listen, nothing has helped me in the area of emotions than having three girls. <laughs> now, that doesn't mean girls are super emotional. My girls just have a better touch in touch with their emotions and how to express what they're feeling in terms of words and how to work through it than I ever, than I ever considered. Mm. And so I think I've grown a lot in that area. But we often think that being emotional is weak, that if I cry, if I share, if I'm hurting, if I need help, that it's, it's sort of wrong. Like, okay, the average guy thinks this way. I shouldn't have to tell my wife I need help. Mm. They think, well, that's weak, or she should already know. Like, she should see that I, that I come in and I no. She's not going to. So this is helping us understand that. Here's another one, and I literally, in the last few weeks, this is what I've heard, um, the theme. I'm a stuffer. Mm. So you and I think that if we stuff our beliefs, that I'll be able to handle it better. No, that's putting yourself under pressure. Most things under pressure pop um, sooner, don't run well. A lot of folks I've, I've dealt with crowd out the emotions. What do I mean by They just stay busy. They just kind of ignore it. If I, if I if I stay busy, if I work longer hours, um, if I if I get into a hobby, if I play the music louder, you know, if I just crowd it out, well, that's mm. not healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of folks will say this. Well, this is just who I am. <laughs> I'm going to tell you how I feel. I'm going to express my emotions freely and without a filter because I just believe that's my First Amendment right. You know what I mean? Right. That's not. 
appropriate either. You're not right. supposed to lob grenades at people with your words. So those are sort of some um, some false beliefs. But in, in, a, in a vague, not vague, in a broad way, let, let's talk about emotions. Mm-hmm. Like what what is the purpose in understanding that? How do I get better at them? Well, here's what we know. God gave us emotions. Yes. Now, you have to understand, let me say that one more time. God gave you emotions, and we're supposed to learn from him how to handle them. Now, we know this with our children, that our children are born at what I call, they're at the bottom of the ocean of emotion, and our role as a parent is to help them sort of rise up to the surface and work through that. So they really don't know. They have have a feeling, but they don't know how to tell us that's what they feel. Mm -hmm. They don't even really understand it. But God gave us emotions, number one, believe this or not, to enjoy life. Like he gave us emotions to enjoy life. Can we just be honest for a moment? Most of the time, the the emotions that we focus on aren't about enjoying life. They're the negative side effects of emotions. Mm. And we have a choice every day of what our focus is. I mean, all of us have emotions. All of us have situations. Um, You know, trials rain on the just and unjust. But how we choose to handle it and walk in the truth of who Christ is Mm. is dependent upon our view of who Christ is. And we have a choice of being able to step in and say, you know what, it's going to be okay. I do not have to wear my emotions on my shoulders, you know, walking into the workplace. Um, That emotional up and down, up and down roller coaster. I mean, yes, there are times when there are balances that are off and things like that. But then it also goes back to self-regulation. That you have a choice in how you're going to press into those emotions. Like I can wake up and my brain is racing. And I'm like, I have got to figure out how to do this. But then I have my time with the Lord and I'm able to rest in him. I'm like, okay, Lord, you're going to figure out how to do this through me. Right. I can't do it in my own strength. Right. Then I have to step into that belief that he will take action in my life as I make the choices to follow him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So as I make the choices to follow him, he takes that pressure off of our shoulders, no matter what it is. Yes, there are things that happen in our life that we have no control over. But what we do have control over is what we should take action in. Say if you and your spouse are having a difficulty, he's having a hard time, he's disengaged. Well, you know, we do have choices to walk in codependency or whatever it may be in that. Or we can say, you know what? I'm still going to create stability for my family. I may not have the help that I need. The picture may not look like it should. I may not have the energy that I may need to have. But with the energy I do have, you know, whether they're coming to my bedside, I can still have an attitude of gratitude to trust that God's going to help me work through it. Right. Because all of us can feel overwhelmed. But if we go back to say, okay, Lord, I'm trusting you wouldn't give me any much, you know, much more than I can handle. Lord, you have designed this day. And there's many times when we do step back, kind of recheck our emotions, like, you know what? And I'm just going to say it. It's like, we, we can, we can 
kind of covet dysfunction as function, or we can, can. you know, stay in that mindset of I'm alone, Mm. or I'm not wanted, or I'm not needed, or I'm not enough. Well, God has laid out that that position that you're in within your family, your home, your marriage, your kiddos, but they may just need to see you pressing through right. with that positive attitude right. in order to make that change. Right. And that's so perfect. And so anyways, one, you tied in uh, what we've talked about with attitude and so forth and, and, and what you said on you know, self-regulation. All of that, like I, as you were saying that, I was typing that into you know my notes that as, as we talk, we learn so much more. But see, one of the purposes of emotions is it reveals our need for God. Yes, yeah. it does. And so that's what you that's what you were saying, like, okay, God, I'm going to trust you with this and so forth. Now, the truth is, back to a point that you said, we, we get overwhelmed, but God doesn't want to overwhelm us with that. Satan is the one that tries yes. to overwhelm us and keep us in bondage. Yes. To the emotion of self-pity, to the emotion of fear or doubt, everything that you've just said. But I love what you said the most is we have the option to get up and choose self-regulation. Yeah, because we can all go through things. And of course, being in ministry, spiritual warfare, whatever, Uh, you feel like it's slow cuts, like whether a car repair or breaking down or something like that, it's kind of like, okay, you know, this is next, right. not, oh, no, what's next? Oh, no, what's next? Instead right. of, okay, this happened. What am I going to do to move forward? Right. Okay, this happened. What am I going to do to move forward? Right. You know, just being able to kind of always have that that thought process That's going perfect. through of a self-check yeah. of where I'm about to go in my choices because our choices affect others around us. Yes. Yeah. If we're in... A mood, right? It affects our workplace. Absolutely. If we're in a mood, it affects our children. If right. we're in a mood, it it affects our opportunity to go live on mission for someone else. Right. So Satan would do anything to kind of keep us in a mood, so we miss that opportunity to be his witness. Yeah, absolutely. And you said it. So I think one of the you know one emotions were given to us by God to enjoy life. But I think what you just said right there is is we need to understand that not only does it affect others, how we feel, but how we understand emotions helps us, and you said it helps us relate to others. Yes. Like if I'm emotionally unavailable, then I'm really not able to understand what somebody else is going through. Mm. And because I'm not properly understanding what I'm going through, but if I can self-regulate and understand the reason why God gave me these emotions, it, it actually helps me understand how to relate to others, which is what you said is being missional. It's reaching others. Life isn't solely about me. And the big lie about emotions is it's all about me. Mm. It gets you in that spot. But if I'm self-regulating, if I'm like, okay, God, how do you want to use this? Then my eyes are open to see. Because here's the reality. If we're not careful, we can use emotions to build bridges, uh, to build walls and not bridges. Yeah. Yes, very much so. To our spouse. True. Yes. To our children. Uh, as you said, it work. Even when we walk into work, people can feel, see, um, you know, what we have around us. But the truth is, because we rely on those emotions as a crutch, uh, sometimes we can we can use that as an excuse to shut people off, to not draw near, to be emotionally um, unavailable. Uh, you and I know that. And so emotions are, are there. to God gave us those to enjoy yes. life. And, enjoy. I, and at times it's really hard. And at times it's really hard. Come on. I mean, you feel like you can't breathe. Yeah. You feel like, how is this going to work out? Right. 
But your father is the ultimate one that you go to first. Right. Before that phone call, before that other thing, you know, and as we continue to have that continual relationship with Christ, he is the only one that's right. going to give us the regulation to say, all right, this is where I am. You still called me to this, even though I really don't feel like it. Right. But it is so easy, I think, with technology to to sit and scroll, mm. to emotionally engage with a screen that you feel different emotions going right. through the screen. Mm. So many times you can pull away from that screen and actually physically feel like you're in a fog. Yes. Yeah. That is a real thing, that it does something to your brain. I yes. have no idea what it does. Right. But you can feel like you've already engaged. Right. And it's been in a in an alternate reality, as you would say. Oh, that's a good way to say. So while you were talking, I did take the liberty just a moment to look up a scripture. It came to my mind really fast, and it's he. It's in Hebrews chapter two, and it says talking about God, Jesus. It says, therefore, he had to be made like his brothers in every respect. Wow. So when the Bible says he felt like we felt, he went through what we went through, it's not that he created us, he knows our frame, he experienced it. But hang on, so that he might become a merciful and faithful high priest in the service of God. Mm. Wow. So he went through these emotions so that he might be able to be faithful to others. Yes, because there's many times maybe we've gone through a health challenge yeah. and feel like we just don't have enough to give. Um, and then later on, the Lord will use that for you to be able to minister to someone else and go, you know what? I know what it feels like right now. So I'm I'm going to be able to minister to you and I'm going to have a more sensitive heart yeah. to where they are. You know, just, just recently I sat down with someone and they literally kind of walked through a lot of steps of my life and our life and they didn't know it. And they were, you know, death of a mother. I'm still angry at God. And I was like, I get that. And she was like, what? I was like, yeah, I, you know, I, I understand exactly where you are. And then she was like, and I'm having to take care of my family. And I'm like, I get that. And, uh, and she's like, what? And so what we have gone through, um, we're able to sit down with folks. And, you know, when they sometimes we look at other people and we think they don't understand. Right. They've never they've never felt like that. Know that you'd be surprised how many people have felt like what you currently are going through. Yes. And not just that, but you're going through this so that you can come out of that and be a minister in ministry to others. When we listen, when we connect with God emotionally, who is emotional to us, we just read that, we can help others emotionally. Yes. That's one of the main points. There are so many hurting people, struggling marriages. Dads that are overwhelmed, moms that are overwhelmed, husbands, you know, wives, our children, they are just so overwhelmed. And if we submit ourselves to the process of becoming better at our emotions, my goodness, just the ministry that we can do, because there's a lot of people that just don't know how to deal with what they feel. And just like you said, and you've shared in the sermons regarding stewardship or just being available, that story may not change. Yes. It may have a different picture to it. You may have a chronic illness. Oh, come on. That doesn't go back to where you were before. Mm. Mm. How are you going to press into that new story? Because he's writing a new story. And you have no idea it's going to be a better blessing because he's writing it. 
Come on, that's I'm I'm, t- I'm writing that down. But we do have this expectation of this is what I thought life was going to look like. Mm, there are so many things yeah. in our life that I would rewrite in a heartbeat. Yeah. But there's so many things in my life I would not rewrite in yeah. a heartbeat mm, because yeah. of what I've seen Christ do through the situation. Right. That's a good way to put that. Like we all want an eraser. Yes. For our life, but that's what God's grace is for. Not that necessarily erases, but it covers and allows and enables. Wow, yes. that's, a, that's really good. That's really, I'm going to have to write that. I'm not able to write that down right <laughs> now because I'm talking, but that's good. So here's another thing I think that um, how to help us become emotionally better. One, one, just enjoy them. The devil wants to spin it and make us only see and feel and experience the negative. So we shut down. Um, realize that what you are going through is is going to be there to help others. And you may or may not, as you said, always come out on the other side of what you think of your expectation, but God's grace is there. But have you ever thought about this? Our emotions, now think about this, because God is an emotional God for us, he can understand us, our emotions help us reflect his character. Mm-hmm. Yes. Wow. Now, what, what do we mean by that? Well, in Galatians chapter 5, we are given the nine fruit of the Spirit. Now, think about that. If you listen to those words, those are emotive words. Patience. That's emotions. Have you you, you ever been impatient? (laughs) Think about how you feel, right? Um, Long-suffering. Think about how you feel when you're waiting for someone to change, when you're waiting for a situation. Kindness. Mm. Think about how you feel when you don't want to be kind or when you are expressing kindness. Like, Every one of those fruit you can attach, and they are an emotion to that. Wow. Yes. So the fruit here, we often think of results. This is so much more than results. It's literally daily emotional living in bondage with Christ who understands us, and we are okay with where we're at because we're okay with God, even though it may things may not feel and smell and look okay, but I'm okay. I literally had recently somebody, you know, literally they said this. They said, I wish you could have known me before this event happened. Mm. And I said, no, I don't. I, you need to stop that. I don't want to know that person before this. I want to know who is God making now because he did that for a reason. Qu- quit wanting to go back to what you were before that happened. God allowed that, and, and God can use that, or it was architected, or it was filtered. I want to know who God's making you right now because that's who he wants me to know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they looked at me, and they were like, I never thought of that. And I was like, yeah, I, I, don't want, I, want to, I want to see this person that's going through this life change. I want to see the grace of God exhibit in your heart and your life. Like That's the devil wanting to keep you back at what you thought was a good stage, right now you're in God's grace stage. Like, come back to that. No, 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 no. no don't go back. Let's stop. Don't go back to that. You reflect the image of God and what he's doing now. Mm. The fruit of the Spirit were given to, uh, e- given to us emotionally to mobilize us spiritually. Yes. That's cool. I never even thought about that. Me either. <laughs> That right. the fruits of the spirit are able to like help you work through your emotions and absolutely wow. what a gift they're not just produce yeah they're not just like results you know yeah. like I can go to Publix and pick out fruit um, no 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 it's they're not just produce they're not just they're actual like expressions mm. 
of me understanding who God is, how I can enjoy a relationship with Him, how I can use what I've gone through to minister to others. And to Rana's point, self-regulate. Every day you have to get up and choose. Like, that's a big one. You get you get to choose the fruit today um, that you want to express, if you will. And, and in the end, that's how you and I, what the Bible describes as salt and light. Mm. Um, our, our, our faith in Christ is attractive to others. Like, nobody likes soured fruit. Nobody likes... You know what I mean? And you can't fake the fruits. Yeah, you. Oh, wow, boy, you're, you're dropping some yeah. preaching truth <laughs> bombs today. But you can't fake the fruits. I mean, no. it's like we may see this pretty apple on the outside or an orange on the outside, but you know, on the inside, you know, that smell starts coming out eventually. Yes. Whether you cut into it or whatever it may be, that's naturally occurring no matter you how good it looks on the outside. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you said that last statement. Uh-oh. So um, they're getting really good at certain stores at making fruit look fake. Yes. I honestly thought the lemons that we have here at the church <laughs> that we're using for events, I straight up thought they were real. <laughs> Oh now, my goodness. A lemon's not something you go and grab and just take a bite out of it. But yeah. I kept looking at those things going, doggone. And when even when I first picked it up, the texture of it felt real. Yeah. And then when I saw Leah and Debbie like playing with them, I'm like, oh, they're fake. <laughs> but they're getting really good. My point is this if we're not careful, we can get really good at faking emotions. Wow. Yes. Very much so. And that right there is is not good, obviously. And so I here's here's our prayer. I, I pray that you just realize. That God has given you emotion. He is He is the creator, the gifter of your emotions. The devil wants to come in and take what God has given and flip it mm. and make you feel, see, allow, express the negative. No, don't do that. Don't do that. Right. Understand how God's given them. And let's get better at how to handle our emotions. So we're a better dad, husband, father, wife, student, child, employee, boss follower of Christ. All right? Can we do this? Yes. Let's, do it. Let's get better emotions. All right. Well, you guys be blessed. Have a great day. We love you here and be encouraged. Talk to you next time. All right. Bye.